Oh, today it is. It, we have Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Sanders is here. Cameo, Cameo is here. We are, I'm Dallin. Uh, we're here to talk about what's been going on with Coinbase, the SEC, and now Binance is getting dragged into it. And I think that there's a conversation to have about the separation between Coinbase and Binance because they are, I think, different things are being alleged. Mm -hmm. um, and so we can we can get there. Uh, real fast, BTC is at $27,056. ETH is at $1,880 today. Oh, not bad. Look at it move. So the I don't want to read this claim because this is for the for later. Um, the SEC is making some bold claims. To start, uh, the SEC reiterated it since this is the block writing that well-known crypto assets, including Solana, Cardano, Polygon, are all securities under US law and a lawsuit against Coinbase while adding further tokens to the list as well. The developments came a day after the SEC filed a lawsuit against Binance. The agency repeated claims from yesterday's lawsuit against Binance that Solana, Cardano, Polygon, Filecoin, Sandbox, and Axie Infinity are securities. Axie Infinity is a game token. It is. That's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Strong claim. That's a that's a strong claim. That's all right. We'll, okay, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to it. Um, in this filing, the agency also included tokens that weren't mentioned in the Binance lawsuit. These were Chills, Flow, Internet Computer. I have Internet Computer, ICP, yeah. uh, Near, uh, Voyager Token, Dash, and Nexo. Um, Flow is the native co token of Dapper's lab blockchain. Uh, the SEC previously named Dash as a security in a lawsuit against crypto exchange Bittrex. The SEC previously listed nine tokens as securities in its insider trading case against a former Coinbase employee. Oh. Mm -hmm. it, claimed, it also claimed multiple tokens related to Luna were also securities in its complaint against Terraform Labs and Doquan. So... I forgot. So the the SEC case against the Coinbase employee, the, the yes, insider the trading. the insider case. trading. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like the first time that they listed those tokens as securities. Yes. This is this is like the we're we're slowly inching on the ground of this is within our jurisdiction. Yeah, but what what did the how did that case end up? I think you like I can't remember how they argued it. I don't either. Um maybe. But they haven't come out and brought suits against those ten companies. No, yet, just right? the, no. just the Coinbase. Employee. Just the exchanges yeah. trading them yeah. and saying you're an unregistered broker for <laughs> facilitating the sharing of these things that we haven't actually yes. issued lawsuits against. Right? right, like they haven't issued any lawsuits against those companies yet. I mean, right. Well, that's one thing for in U.S. law, everything if it's a security, it is automatically a public security, and then public and private have kind of different rules, but to have private, you have to like fall under an exemption. So mm -hmm. everything's by default, like a publicly traded security, unless you fall into like reg A, reg A plus, those are some of the, the crypto ones people have been going after for security tokens. Mm -hmm. Be like, no, we fall under these exemptions for private because then um, you don't have to be traded by an exchange. You could be traded by an ATS or al alternative trading system. Mm -hmm. There's just some different rules involved. Um, so that, that's why they're coming at, at Coinbase being like, you guys are trading legit securities, which means you have to have an exchange license, which mm -hmm. in the U S I think there's, there's eight, like it is not something that's easy to get. Mm -hmm. There's not many of those. Um, but ATS is that's, 
to be an ATS is a huge, it's a lower barrier. Mm -hmm. um, there's, that's pretty easy to get. Well, and them coming so strong again at Coinbase, and what a great way to just cut crypto off of its knees, remove the places that people can trade at. Especially since the majority of, of people, their onboarding experience might likely be a Coinbase experience. Sure. Mm -hmm. It's it's very user-friendly. Mm -hmm. You can just connect your bank account. Or I, can you do credit cards now? I, I remember. I, yeah. I yeah. Right to it. Yeah. So it, that onboarding, offboarding experience is super easy. Um, the app is very easy. Uh, yeah. There's... The fees are pretty re are reasonable. <laughs> it's, like it's that. I mean, that's where I think I bought my first Bitcoin. It's definitely where I bought my first Bitcoin, mm -hmm. and, and uh, you know other things. That sure. that's just it's not where I do the majority of my trading now. But same. But it is just a great entry point. So it's very savvy of them to start there. Yeah, and but, the U.S. based, so it's like more trusted for me. Oh, that's like, interesting. Sometimes you're like. This is a random website, but um, Coinbase. That was, you know. that was kind of my issue with Binance, right? And yeah. Because when I first tried to get in on Binance, I found out that we they, they, there's a whole separate place, right? Binance.us that you have to go yes. through. And they have a different KYC process. They have all yeah. these different things. And the whole time I was like, this feels weird. <laughs> it, it, it feels a little scammy. Yeah, it feels like, a little different. Like less professional. Right. Yeah. What did you find? What was your research? How did that lawsuit end up? So um, I'm, I'm actually still stepping through. I mean, the guy got arrested. Yeah, and, he did get arrested. And I'm pretty sure the charges went through. I can't remember if he was convicted. And because what it was, it was insider through. trading and wire fraud. So it was, yeah. I got to purchase these these tokens before they were publicly available. Yeah. Um, which, all right, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because in this, in this same article, um, Gary Gensler also said basically Bitcoin was the only token he felt comfortable calling a commodity. Mm -hmm. So even then, now this was, this was what, July of last year. So I, I'm willing to bet his position has since changed from there. Um, what changed I'm, in what way? Um, well, he's so far, and I actually need to double check. I don't think that he has said that Bitcoin is back on the security side. Mm -hmm. But now that staking, it seems like staking is their their main focus now. Okay. Um, this seems to be the case for this recent lawsuit, at least for the Coinbase side, is that the staking is an investment that is not registered correctly. Okay. Um, compared to, you know, just purchasing ETH or whatever. Uh, let me bring up so Coinbase's legal chief, who is a riot to follow on LinkedIn, I highly recommend that you see his content. He's, okay. he's oh, pretty I had no funny. Idea. He's yeah, quite I'm spicy. Have to do that. Um, Coinbase's top lawyer says he's disappointed that the market's regulator took action against his company, but they will continue to operate our business as usual. Um, Coinbase's top lawyer chided the Securities and Exchange Commission in congressional testimony as he testified before a House. Of, of representatives committee during uh, currently drafting legislation to create a new framework for digital asset markets. So Congress is working on this. Hmm. Um, yeah, his <laughs> quote is his his That'll quote is well. it's disappointing but not surprising that the SEC has decided to bring legal action against Coinbase today. The day of our testimony before this committee's critical hearing on creating a workable framework for digital asset regulation. Uh, this is Paul Gruel is his name, by the way. Okay. 
uh, hours after the SEC sued his company over the alleged securities law violations. The solution is legislation that allows fair rules for the road to be developed transparently and applied equally, not litigation. Strong agree. Yeah, um, plus one. Yeah. <laughs> Despite today's complaint, we will continue to operate our business as usual, he said to Congress. Oh. <laughs> oh. The SEC has accused Coinbase of willfully violating securities laws by listing unregistered securities and offering its staking program. Um, and I, I'll get into the actual claim of their... This is like five-page document. I'll just kind of breeze through it later. Um, but it's interesting. So Coinbase lawsuit comes a day after the SEC sued rival Binance, its co-founder and CEO, and its American affiliate Binance.us. Yesterday mm -hmm. after the Binance lawsuit news, uh, Fireblock's chief legal and compliance officer warned that all exchanges operating in the United States should now consider themselves on notice that they too could be subject to securities laws enforcement if they continue to make these tokens available to trade. Thanks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the, the chilling effect is occurring and this sounds like what they want. So I, the Binance lawsuit's a lot different though than I agree. Coinbase and their focus, you know, the staking definitely stands out on the Coinbase as what they're really taking offense out of, among other things, of course, mm -hmm. but yeah. they're complete, you know, they're saying mishandling of funds, commingling of funds, um, yeah. you know, lying to regulators. There's, there's some concerning things going back if to it's true. being sketchy. If it's true. The F I mean, and I remember um, before the FTX fall happened, when the Binance CEO was accusing SBF of things, yes. like when it started getting shaky and SBF was like, you guys are doing the same thing, I throwing it, it back. Uh -huh. um, and it kind of simmered down and we kind of like stopped talking about it. And now I'm like, was, was SBF right? Or is this all speculation? Right, right. Um, I have to say, it wouldn't surprise me to learn that CZ was playing fast and loose with the money and yeah, doing wash trades, yes, like faking trade volume, yes. faking if, trade volume. If they if they can show that that's what occurred, then this is a good thing for the SEC to try to get in, right? This is this yeah. is exactly the thing for them to be policing. Sure, sure, yes. But that's if that's the case, and and also kind of leads us back to the original point is. There should be regulatory bodies that and, and regulation that already understands mm -hmm. the because the, like it doesn't translate one to one stock exchange versus a, a, a coin based trading platform. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not the same. Yeah. Could be similar. And and sure. their whole point is in practice, it's similar. Right. For the SEC, they're like, well, people are throwing in money into Bitcoin and hodling because they think it'll be worth something else someday. And that's a long-term investment. And that's what you're selling. People do the same thing with Beanie Babies and right, Legos. Right, right. Yeah. That's so, my thing. Exactly. I've got Pokemon cards at home. I, <laughs> the same I are Beanie Babies, Babies Securities. Like, are Beanie Babies Securities. I have let's a argue. whole room in my house that is just boxes for the Star Wars kits right. that my kid built when he was six. Because we assume if we hold on to them for another 30 years, they'll have made us some money. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Now That's the main point. and this also isn't in their favor, but the main difference is none of us are buying pizza with Pokemon cards, right? There, there's a there's an actual exchange of services or goods that we can do, but I can't do that with anything that I'm holding in Robinhood. You yeah. know, I can't roll in and buy a movie ticket 
with my meta stock. Like it's just so fundamentally there are some differences. There. Sure. Um, the fungibility. But that's why yeah. we need different rules. That's what. That's why I don't think the SEC is going to make. They're, they're not going to get what they want out of this because it's just it doesn't function the same way. This is almost them trying to say you can't use this. You can't use money as money except for our money. That is what they're well, saying. That is exactly that what is they're exactly saying. Exactly what they're saying. <laughs> I mean, didn't Gary Gensler? I think said it was today, yesterday, recently. I think the, his quote was around something that. Um, we already have there like there's no need for more digital currencies because we already have digital currencies because fiat currencies now are 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 digital. Mm -hmm. And I just like sat there and like I was like, what? Yeah. What the fuck is he talking about? It's, it's like, all in are you cobalt. kidding me? Yeah, it's all in cobalt. Does he like that was so like the most insane thing to me? I like to process. I was like, does is he being purposefully obtuse? Or does he really believe that? He does I, not believe that. I don't believe for right. a second he believes because that. Because he taught cryptocurrency courses at MIT. Mm -hmm. He's not an idiot. He knows how the underlying technology works. He knows how it's different than the USD that I have in my bank account that's on a spreadsheet. And like when you do trades, it's all just completely on spreadsheets. But there's this weird settlement time and mm -hmm. things can get duplicated and, and messed up versus how the blockchain tracks transactions. And how could like, how could he even make that claim? Like, can you do peer-to-peer -peer transactions with digital USD? Can I self-custody my digital USD? Well, you can stick it under your bed. But then it's, <laughs> not, but then it's no longer digital. All right. It's no longer digital. Like right. that to me, well, I was like, what is he talking about? He's he's playing politics where he's he's <sighs> making statements to be manipulative because he knows they'll play into the media a certain way, right? right? Like everybody's playing a, a, a manipulation propaganda game to see who gets to own the future of how we interact with each other and how we barter. I also think there's, a, there's an amount of capture that's happened in politics in general where um, the, the idea of modern monetary theory is that all money's made up anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. And we can just make as much as we want. And I think that we're yeah. starting to see the evidence that that's what's been going on. Mm -hmm. We've Forever. just been yeah. making money. And when that is on a chain and everybody, you know, if, if the money is an actual finite amount, if we're all talking about BTC all day and mm -hmm. we move to paying rent in BTC and our phone bill, like there's only a set amount and it takes, it genuinely takes the power out, mm -hmm. you know? And with, with modern monetary theory, I mean, you can go and go and go and make infinite amounts of fake money until something crashes but this seems like it, it can cause that crash so much quicker because the second that people understand and right now it's such a low uptake right so few people here have cryptocurrencies mm -hmm. it just in the in the world in general i guess yeah. um that when you hit that tipping point and people just abandon their their government fiat for mm -hmm. something that we all can agree on what the what the value is uh -huh. i mean what are they controlling right that takes the power away yeah. which i'm assuming that's the whole point is and then also the rich people obviously want to maintain the system mm -hmm. that they currently have um instead of the more uh, democratized capital system that i think a lot of web3 enthusiasts um are are hoping for and pushing for yeah um it's yeah, it's just frustrating because it's it's just not like an intellectually honest argument. Mm -hmm. And I don't think 
most people understand enough to un to realize that and that's what they're banking on yeah yeah especially still kind of coming out of last year in ftx and i think you make this point a lot um there's just a lot of bad actors still yeah and so if they can kind of continually instill that FUD back into people and make people afraid of cryptocurrency. We all know they're moving towards replacing fiat with their own digital currency. Yeah. Like that's their end game, one that they can control rather than a bunch of systems that they have no control. Which over. a lot of people are against like a CDBC situation. And for me, I still see it as a step better than traditional fiat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, okay, sure, they can um, like mint more of the tokens. I'm fine with that. I understand like in modern economics, sometimes like with inflation happening, like there's some balancing that the Fed likes to, to have. Manipulation. So, manipulation. But then we can see it. Yeah. Like we, on chain, know. right? Yeah. On chain. I'm like, and I'm fine. Like if they're like, yeah. we need to, we're going to, you know, we're creating this much more every year. Da, da, da. We can look up on chain, see the total supply. Mm -hmm. I have no problem with that. Yeah, that's like, better. I have no problem with that. Like, I'm not going to abandon my Ethereum and, and my Bitcoin. Right. But would I use a CDBC <laughs> instead of US dollars? Yes, I would. And probably not really even notice the difference. No. It's, they're printing money already. Right. And I feel like it'd give us a trillion more, or right. <laughs> give me a little bit more transparency. Like, I'll take it. Yeah. Like. Anyone who thinks that the U.S. dollar and modern fiat is going away in any of our lifetimes is it's, it's not being realistic. Well, and also, the, uh, I think a big complaint you see from people about um, a central bank kind of controlled uh, currency is, oh, they'll be able to track us like the Chinese do. And they'll be able to see our every movement. They, they already do. do. Already. Yes, yeah. they have complete access into unless I spend cash. Which, by the way, is why cash is the currency of the underbelly of the world, right? Because yeah. it's untraceable. Yeah. Almost, like digital currencies it, are, are are. It's actually funny. We we talked yeah, about like, this a okay. couple weeks ago, two, three, four weeks ago, where there's a there's a um, a fraud fighter that I am familiar with, and he has a mm -hmm. uh, he does content and stuff, and he had been making this argument about how. Uh, cryptocurrencies are rife with crime and I was like buddy it's dollars like it's so two three days ago he he posted a clip and he was like people think that BTC is anonymous it's not anonymous it's no. on chain for everyone to see and I'm like buddy exactly here. <laughs> okay we made it you came all the way around no <laughs> that's that's it. what cracks me up is that people get caught with crypto fraud all the time because it's so you, it's so you hard to hide. It yeah. It's yeah. so hard. Like you can try to use mixers and, so, and but that's tedious. It's slow. And you can still and, use an AI to track all of that. Yeah, like, like it's all traceable. To me, that's way safer than than U.S. dollar, like paper money. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I mean, the FBI's been able to recover a bunch of the stolen funds because they were storing the private keys mm -hmm. on a centralized server. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. it's the, could they have done that with cash? Right. No. 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 It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So that that cracks me up. I'm like, I would much rather be scammed from with crypto than cash. Yeah. You're way more likely to get it back, in my yes. opinion. Yes. Yeah. Or at true. least like watch that wallet, and like the second they move, like mm -hmm. you're on it. Yeah. Yeah. I I once had a 
a really good scammer. I worked in fraud and these guys still got me and mm -hmm. I lost about $2,200 to these people. And it took me a fair amount of fight to get it back. Dang I it. got it back. Oh, nice. But it took me a fight, right? Whereas, I mean, this, the part of the issue with, with crypto is like, you have that moment where you send it to the address and then it's just mm -hmm. in the ether. I, I do, I do <laughs> free fall, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do, I do, you do the test first and you like yeah. watch it and you you're like- you get my 10 bucks. Okay. okay. And then, yeah, I, I've been in crypto for how, eight years and I still do still test do transactions, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. trust it. Um, so the other claim that they're making, and I wanna get into back into Binance in a second, but okay. this is the big claim. SEC claims that this is, again, the block writing Michael McSweeney. SEC claims Coinbase's staking service is an investment contract in their lawsuit. Um, and I've got yeah. the lawsuit up, we can read through it. But that staking would factor heavily into the SEC lawsuit is unsurprising given the Wells notice Coinbase received this spring and mm -hmm. past comments from the SEC chair about staking services alongside similar action against Kraken. Um, Gensler said that said this morning that Coinbase never registered its staking as a service program as required by the securities laws, again, depriving investors of critical disclosure and other protections. So I, this is the staking was the one thing I was worried about yeah. when the Wells notice came out Yeah, because it does look the most like a security. It's still different. Like the, they're talking about critical disclosures and protections and stuff. And that's, I mean, yes, I guess you can put your money into a slush stake and somebody can do stupid things with it and you'd be out. Um, and so, yes, if, but if the only thing that's required and, and Coinbase has tried multiple times to file, right? This is, this right. is the part that's so frustrating is that they have that's, gone to I'm, them. That's what they're like, they didn't file the right thing. And you're like, yeah. They used you for guidance. And they have been asking and asking. I mean, unless they're completely lying, yeah. which I just don't think that they are. Um, Coinbase. Coinbase. Right. I don't think that they're lying about asking. No, why and would so, they? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> so that makes me so frustrated because I'm like, they have been asking what they need to do and if this falls under current regulation. And according to Coinbase, it's been radio silence from the SEC. And now they're coming at the, uh, the whole thing is is insane just ripe with gaslighting yes yeah. yes <laughs> sec the ultimate gaslighting right i love it it's so true it's so true so this is where it gets interesting in arguing that coinbase's service is an investment contract the complaint discusses benefits quote benefits that may not be available to those investors if they were to stake crypto assets on their own end quote this is the one argument because if we're just staking eth in a, in a liquidity pool just in in a stake pool, right? You can just do that on the ETH chain. You, you just do it. You don't have to do it through Coinbase. You don't have to do it through any, right? You can yeah. you just, you're staking it, you hold it. And you could stake yourself, get, yeah. yeah. Um, their argument is because you're doing it in- As a group? It, yeah, or... yeah, as a group um, that that you don't necessarily know what your, your benefits or risks are. I don't know how that would be different than me doing it by myself. You know, do, do we yeah, all what, need what to... benefits do I get from Coinbase in that situation? Volume. It's larger volume. So the the in in the name of mm. DeFi, which isn't even what Coinbase is up to, right? No. Like, but in the name of DeFi, I could see this being a topic of conversation that the SEC would want to talk about because like if we all pool our money to start doing like 
short-term loans for whatever. That's probably something that the SEC should have a talk about. I don't know. I still yeah, don't know. There's probably a rule. Yeah, there's yeah. probably a rule there. And that that makes more sense to me. But like just saying staking in general is a securities contract. I just I don't see I don't see what they're saying. Um Today's action has a U.S. state dimension as well. The Alabama Securities Commission issued a show cause order to Coinbase in conjunction with nine other state regulators. Mm. The show cause order focuses on Coinbase's staking service and, quote, gives Coinbase 28 days to show cause why they should not be directed to cease and desist from selling unregistered securities in Alabama, end quote. The statement notes that the ASC action does not prohibit Coinbase from offering staking as a service so long as it complies with Alabama's laws. So I'm I'm more curious to see how this lands on the state level. Yeah. Interesting. Because I think we all know what the SEC is going to do. They're going to continue to try to say no until... It's going to play out in the legal system. It, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whichever happens first. I, I do take hope in the fact that the... That the committee was actually meeting with the Coinbase president. Like they're, they're, they're trying to actually figure out what crypto regulation will look like federally. Yeah. That is good. Um, and I hope that that goes quicker than, I mean, these court cases are going to take another decade anyway. Um, the situation echoes the $30 million settlement struck earlier this year between the SEC and crypto exchange Kraken. Similarly, the SEC accused Kraken of offering unregistered securities, Kraken neither admitted nor denied the findings, but agreed to stop offering on-chain staking to U.S. customers. Right, yeah, they turned it off. Yeah, they just shut it off. Yeah. Today's action should make clear to the, market, to the marketplace that staking as a service providers must register and provide full, fair, and truthful disclosure and investor protection, Gensler said at the time. So they're doing this because of how Binance handled their finances and probably FTX too, but you know, not not having a clear understanding of where your money is going mm -hmm. is a valid thing to have a problem with at Binance. Fine. I don't disagree. Like I, if if it's about um, trustless, mm -hmm. I should be able to see where what what's happening with the money. Right. I, I think that's you know? the point. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a centralized exchange. So that's it's not on chain, which. You know, I. I there's an argument on, well, it's uh, it's an exchange. It's nice to have it off chain because then you can do coin to coin swaps with like minimal fees. Um, everything's allegedly sold and stored and safely in a cold storage situation. Mm -hmm. Allegedly. Um, allegedly. That uh, you hope. And um, and mm. but yeah, so that's a that's a great uh, argument against the centralized paradigm versus the decentralized paradigm of crypto in general where i see i see both sides i see the need for both sides um but then if the us is going to regulate all of the centralized exchanges like to the bone then what are what's the next option decentralized only right mm -hmm. that if people in the us want to play in crypto yeah yeah because you know just like icos they once once they crack, crack down hard enough, you know, Coinbase can operate other places. We'll see. We'll see Bi <sighs> Binance do the same thing. They'll just restrict US. Yeah, just and shut us participation. off. Well, I'll just shut off our accounts or get <laughs> VPNs. Or get VPNs. <laughs> not looking at, at anyone. I don't, I don't know how to use a VPN. That's weird. I don't, <laughs> not me. 
Yeah, that's what that China's seen how well it's worked for them. Too. Right. Even mm -hmm. they keep walking it back. I, know. I feel like China the like bans crypto every like three months or something, and then all of a sudden it's not. I don't know. I feel they they don't. I think China's in the spot where they don't want their citizens to have crypto, but they realize they need the money. So like <laughs> the government's totally down. So yeah, yeah. It's much BTC is possible. I could see it. The SEC also argues that Coinbase used to hold the same position the agency does. Coinbase published its own document on securities law and cryptocurrencies in December 2016, indicating that for most tokens, parts of the Howey test, a legal precedent used in the U.S. to determine if an asset is a security sure. investment, are likely to be met, is their quote. So we're going to go ahead and dig that document up and go through it. Yeah. So point. they're using Coinbase's own document that Coinbase wrote in 2016 mm -hmm. against them as part of their complaint That's right. in the lawsuit. That's right. Which is, still, I, I want to really read that document because yeah. I think Coinbase, was, I remember at the time, was like extremely specific on what they would list because they were scared of them being securities. So they were really, they yes. were like. Yeah, that was the point of the doc. Now that you mention it, yeah. I remember this conversation. They were like, okay, we're not, we're not going to list this random ICO Right. token because sure. yeah. it's in the gray area but then something like ethereum bitcoin pretty confident right. not commodity yes interesting that's a good point we do need to go through that because to your point they are probably They're, misquoting I, yes i feel like they document. yes i i would say so i'm no lawyer but <laughs> seems suspicious <laughs> Coinbase responded to the SEC's lawsuit against the exchange, claiming that the agency's approach is damaging America's ability to compete economically. Yes. Quote, the SEC's reliance on an enforcement-only approach in the absence of clear rules for the digital asset industry is hurting America's economic competitiveness. And companies like Coinbase that have a demonstrated commitment to compliance, said Paul Gruel, uh, chief legal officer and general counsel. Um, yet he added that the exchange plans to continue as normal. <laughs> the solution is legislation that allows fair rules for the road to be developed transparently and applied equally, not litigation. In the meantime, yeah. we'll continue to operate. Um, yep. And then following his comments, uh, Coinbase's CEO tweeted, instead of publishing a clear rule book, the SEC has taken a regulation by enforcement approach that is harming America. Mm -hmm. So if we need to avail ourselves of the courts to get clarity, so be it. Yep. Um, so we're going to watch this fight. We're going to watch it for a while. Um, Armstrong noted that the lawsuit was heavily focused on the issue of whether the exchange was listing securities. On this point, he said the exchange was confident in their approach. So this is, this is I wonder how far up we're going to see this fight go. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about what we think the possible outcomes of of this are. Mm. So one possible outcome is that the United States Congress gets all of their shit together all at once and <laughs> writes all the regulation very quickly. Okay. Any, all right. Well, anyone want to bet on the possibility? <laughs> that was a very that. funny joke, Dylan. <laughs> that's that's option one. Okay. I, I'm gonna put. A hundred dollars on it because I'm pretty sure it's three million to one on that. <laughs> okay, Good odds. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem very likely. Yeah, I think that's first. the The truth is, I could, uh, I could see this going so far as them building out another agency. Oh. Truthfully, I could. Okay. Or, we probably need one. We, I think we probably do as well. the The problem is because we have the we have the SEC and then we have the CFTC. 
mm-hmm. that are both kind of like shouldering each other in for who's got jurisdiction mm-hmm. over this. Yeah. Um, and it's because they're both trying to see what sticks in the courts, which unfortunately is sometime, sometimes how jurisdiction is established. Sure. So if we are to be subject to the wild west of agencies dragging companies into courts to see what sticks, we're going to see this go all the way to the Supreme Court, is what I think. Good. Good. I agreed. <laughs> well, good and bad. My my problem is, I mean, at least I think the Supreme Court. I've 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 spent a lot of time watching the way that they respond to a lot of issues, and they do at least seem to listen and and take. Uh, yeah. A lot of things in before they make decisions, which seems more than what I can say for the average court case on their way up, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but my concern is that we have technology advancing so quickly. Yeah. And we have, uh, I mean, I don't want to say legacy systems in our government, but they, they are. They all, are, absolutely. Yeah, we, have, we have old people running building laws about things that they just don't understand. Right. And, and I mean, and young people too. We have dumb young people. We have dumb old people. Everybody (laughs) gets to make laws. Yeah. (laughs) Everybody gets to make laws. Um, Yeah. But it's not like technologists making these rules. It's Mm -mm. politicians who are probably mostly probably lawyers, I would Mm -hmm. assume. And Mm -hmm. like, sure, but they might have a lot of education, but they don't understand these technical technological systems. Right. And and then you also have the other side where, you have so many politicians that were involved in FTX. You know, yeah. they, they all were getting money from yeah. these big exchanges. Yeah. And that that makes things worse because you can't even trust them to build regulation around what's going to work or what's feasible or what's best. They're just kind of taking their word for it from the lobbyists and like, right. oh, you're right. We should vote this way. Thank you for that really cool test. Yeah, they like cash their check and yeah. nod. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, that's it's just tough, and I it, I do see this playing out in the courts. The unfortunate part of that is that takes time, and that's mm-hmm. slow. And in the meantime, it's stifling innovation mm-hmm. here in the U.S., where we have such a cool opportunity and such a like great leg up on the world. I mean, we're known for our great technological innovations here. What a cool opportunity to really like run with this and go. And then to have the government come in and like scare people so things are going to move offshore. Mm-hmm. Um, people here aren't going to be exploring that technology. It just, it, to me, it's like sad and like such, such a miss and such a waste of the great tech talent that we have here in the U.S. and, and the cool financial innovations that we could come up with. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, and I mean, even now, you know, let's say we were all involved in some companies that were helping to build you know, their own tokens and some kind of marketplace in between them. Right, like a no That's, economy. Weird. That's weird. I, the, <laughs> I think I've heard of it. Yeah, something like that um, kind of starts to make us go, so what do we do? Yeah. How do we do this then? Yeah. You know, and, and I feel like that chilling effect is happening all around us. This valley in particular, you know, we aren't the only company trying to solve some of these problems. Right. So I'm, I'm that's that okay. to your point. That's the thing that I'm most concerned about. Yeah. Like VCs are getting scared to put money yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. So it's just slowing down the whole ecosystem. Well, and then the U.S. is going to get left behind on key innovations that have a true potential to change the world. Yeah. Uh, because people will no longer explore the potential of blockchain technology 
if you criminalize crypto. Sure. Oh, yeah, because you can't. I mean, you, you can't. You they're, can't they're, they're too tightly coupled. Yes. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll see what happens. This is going to be an interesting one to watch. Um, I'm curious who else is going to get drugged into this. That, that's yeah. the next thing, because in theory, they need to level a lawsuit against every single Everyone. exchange. Right? I think Gemini is probably next. Gemini, yeah. I would expect, would they're, be the next Because they're, they're big, mm -hmm. well-known. Um, who even still operates in the US? I mean, Bittrex was shut down. Who's still here? Um, I actually wonder if Cash App is going to get hit. Oh, see, like PayPal, Cash App, yeah. Venmo. Yeah, Cash what App. What are they going to do? Honestly, Cash App was like my first intro into into buying crypto oh, because they have. I like my Cash App card because they give like ten percent in BTC back on a purchase or oh, like. Nice. So they 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 were the first ones to kind of get me into it. Uh -huh. Um, mostly during COVID during you know the meme coins and all of that that's that's how i was making moves in there um so right it's not just because that's not really an exchange yeah right but i'm still to the sec's eyes buying securities getting in on investments yeah you know? so where is their line yes yeah, is it buying and selling is it trading mm -hmm. i'm i'm imagining the you can buy your Bitcoin here machine that's at the laundromat that's mm -hmm. close to my house. Is mm -hmm. that now an unregistered exchange? Right. I don't know. Because <laughs> I can buy the gas station Bitcoin, right over there. I can buy. I can buy anything else through it. Yeah. yeah. At really crappy prices. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, oh, those yeah. exchange rates are no good. They're so yeah, bad. Yeah, like I think the last time I looked, it was like two thousand dollars or three thousand dollars more for one Bitcoin Ooh. than it was the than the current trading price. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so, but they have they would have to get rid of that too, right? If you don't want people buying anything other than Bitcoin and Ethereum, although they've indicated that they're not willing to let Ethereum run either. Right, so. yeah, now they're coming at Ethereum staking. Like, yeah, yeah where is this going to all fall? I, I, yeah, I'm curious, where is it going to fall and how long is it going to take? Because time's a ticking. And things right. are moving. And some of us need to move our assets. Or go and buy a whole lot of yeah, Bitcoin before, before yeah. we yeah. Exactly. can't get access I mean, to it anymore. Yeah. And I mean, Coinbase just set up like an entity in the Bahamas? Was it, mm -hmm. Or the or, was it Bermuda, Bahamas? Y yes. 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 <laughs> it was, it was Bermuda or the Bahamas. It, yeah. in the, it was in the Caribbean <laughs> because they're trying to get, they're like, all right, well, we'll have an offshore entity. Mm -hmm. And that's what everyone is going to do. They're all going to go offshore. Americans are going to get really good at using VPNs. Yeah. And it's all going to happen under the table. Yeah. Um, Most of us are already pretty good at using VPNs. Well, we are in Utah. Well, yeah, that's we are in Utah. That's only if they don't <laughs> give more increased KYC requirements to this, you know, because a VPN will only help you so far. If they make KYC incredibly aggressive, Yeah, it's hard to fake KYC if you have to provide like, real information yeah. about yourself yeah. yeah but some like random little country doesn't often have those same rules that's that you could be like yes i live here yes <laughs> that's true yeah just no i live in sri lanka i'd, I'd love one whole eth thank yes. you <laughs> excuse me <laughs> thank you one, one eth please <laughs> one eth please so yeah it's i mean but the u.s already has like I, um kyc rules which is why binance even split to binance uh, and right. binance us mm -hmm. it was because the us was like you guys act 
for this. I can't remember the exact reasoning, but it was like, now you need KYC. Like when I first signed up for for Coinbase, I gave nothing. It's for OPEC. I gave nothing. It's, it's it for was OPEC. for it was the anti-terrorism yeah. stuff, uh-huh, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But and Although they and they I, all complied. They all did it. They were like, "Cool, look at us following the rules." Mm-hmm. Well, there's the, not that much evidence that that cryptocurrency was funding terrorists anyway. Not compared no. to cash. Not compared to cash, or you know, the U.S. government. Well, that that's true. Um, yes. It's, <laughs> yes. I, have, I have Venezuelan devs who love Binance. The, they, they, we were oh, yeah. talking about it just recently. They're like, we know you guys don't have it there. And I was like, we do. We know you guys <laughs> don't have like, it there. We have the weird version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have a watered down version of Binance, but we do. Uh, they, they really enjoyed it. So on Binance, let's, let's uh, hit this real fast. Okay. And then I have a funny story. Um, I'll just read you the title real fast. Sam Altman joins investors in $19 million round for crypto life insurance startup. <sighs> We're just going to keep. Wait, that's the, the chat GPT guy? Yeah. Yeah. How much? Uh, $19 million. This is his, I think, second announced crypto. Yeah. Worldcoin, in, right? Yeah. yeah investment in like the last. Oh, that's cute. I love personally like the intersection between web three and AI. And I am so curious. Like I'm, I want to see where this goes. I love those technologies together. I want to see. Yeah. This guy maybe like disagree a little bit with like what he was saying to Congress about like, Oh yeah, we need to regulate AI, but not me. Like I already (laughs) did it, but I saw how dangerous it dangerous it is. So only me. I'm like, well, okay, fuck out of here. But (laughs) so here's, (laughs) but for i love but but he's definitely a visionary yeah yeah so meanwhile a digital asset denominated life insurance provider today announced 19 million dollars in fundraising fundraising across two rounds the bermuda-based business said that Mm -hmm. it had closed two seed stage rounds the first was led by open ai ceo and world world coin founder sam altman alongside former head of stripe issuing uh i don't know how to say lachy lachy groom L-A-C-H-Y, I've never seen that first name before. Gradient Ventures, Google's AI fund, led the second round. So yet another, let's go set it up in the in the Caribbean yeah. somewhere. Well, and Bermuda actually is a huge um, insurance company spot. Well, a lot of, like that's one of their major industries. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I would love to know more about why. Yeah. It's Yeah, somehow their regulations um, are just really favorable for insurance companies so a lot of them start up there and they have a bermuda addresses but like one building you know it has yeah. you know yeah like, like tons of company like the one in delaware yes yeah. yeah okay yeah same same kind of idea but for insurance interesting so it kind of makes sense that they would yeah. incorporate just there just go hit there yeah um the fresh funding paves the way for it to be licensed and regulated as a life insurance firm by the bermuda monetary authority it will also yeah. be used for hiring as the startup gears up to launch its first product, Bitcoin-denominated whole life insurance. Interesting. That Fascinating. Is interesting. Yeah. yeah, what a yeah, that's cool. I would be way more interested in signing up for a Bitcoin-denominated life insurance program right now. Yeah. Would, then I you would, think how then, many people use yeah. um full life insurance I don't as know a, how an investment much, yeah, vehicle. Exactly. For their person, that's interesting. I don't know how much my hundred thousand dollar policy is going to be worth when I need it. Right, you know, hundred thousand dollars is kind of a moving target in the last, let's say, fifteen years. Right, you know, 
Um, this is actually like an appreciating asset. Yeah, exactly. That's fascinating. That's a, Deflation. A, yeah. That's cool. It's a good pitch. I'm like in. It. The company is called Meanwhile. That's why it was taking me a hard time to understand the sentence because it kept starting the sentence. With meanwhile. With meanwhile. <laughs> that's, a, that's a cautionary tale about names. Yeah, that's funny. Absolutely. So not great branding. Okay. Yeah. As one of the few innovators in money in the last century, Bitcoin is on the track on track to become a global store of value and functional currency, said Zach Townsend, a co-founder and CEO of Meanwhile. So that was that was my quick aside. There's there's more stuff happening. Um, let's finish up on Binance and then we'll call it for the day. Um, the SEC has applied for a temporary restraining order freezing assets held by crypto exchange Binance.us following its lawsuit against the exchange. Yeah. The motion requests the freezing of assets of the BAM entities which operate in the US exchange. Did they ask the same thing in the Coinbase lawsuit? No. They did no. not. But like, yeah. Yeah. Which, if they're accusing Binance of wrongdoing, makes sense. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's kind of why I think it's interesting because on the one hand, we have uh, Coinbase getting in trouble for staking and, and a disagreement on which tokens they think mean what. Yeah. And then we have Binance that is kind of maybe doing some slushy stuff with their money and not really sure where it is. So they're trying to freeze the assets. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see how people take them because right now I'm seeing online, everyone's just, they see it as the same things, right? And You're right, I, but it's two very different yeah. lawsuits. Honestly, this, it's, it's worse for Coinbase now being being you know lumped in with finance with finance yeah that's my opinion i think the timing is is interesting on purpose, on purpose right yeah. they they went after the one that looks on the surface the most like ftx which is still very fresh in people's minds yeah. as evidence of the scammy nature and they're of trying to relate them together and they're trying by oh. by doing the follow-on to make it seemed like they have a stronger case against Coinbase than they actually I think did. so too. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was strategic timing by yeah. them. And they waited until Coinbase was talking to the congressional committee. That's like, some wacky, that's yeah. wacky. They did it the Obviously. morning of, they knew it was happening, right? So, they did. Anyway. Oh, that's just like icky to me. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it yeah. just like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not good. Now, mm. a lot of these stories are developing as we go. Um, I would love to sit down. I'm actually going to go through the the actual case um, uh -huh. and kind of break it down. I'd love to actually just go through the case itself uh, later this week or early next week, whenever we can. Okay. We'll just talk about it. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been Crypto. We are available everywhere. So please share us, give us a like, subscribe, Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere else I can think of, we'll Twitter. add it to the list. Twitter bites. Twitter bites. Oh yeah, yeah. Share okay. share all of our little bits of of content as we create them, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Ciao. Ciao.